Hey, it's great to have the Cheap Wine Finder Orchestra in the studio today. Good work, guys. Yeah, this is Dave from um, CheapWineFinder.com, and this is another companion podcast to a wine. And the name of this wine, I'm going to grab the bottle so I get it completely right, is the 90 Plus Cellars Languedoc. AOC Rosé Lot 33, 2018. It's a long name because uh, there was a bunch of information in there. And it's a rosé, which are popular, uh, especially in the summertime when it's warm. It's a red wine. It's the flip side of red wine. Since they don't put the skins in there and they don't do oak, it's all the flavors that are kind of overpowered in a regular red wine and they get to shine in a rosé and this is from the languedoc um someone told me languedoc is uh, only two syllables but uh to me there's too many letters in there for only two so i pronounce it with three if i'm wrong well i'm you know i'm spiritually right or something um so this is 90 plus sellers and Lately, we've been talking about contract and uh, custom label wines where places like Costco and uh, Aldi and Trader Joe's and everywhere they, they has their own wine made for them have price advantages where you can get wine of good quality at a lesser price just because of the way of, of the price advantage, how how they go about doing their wine. Well, this is 90 plus sellers and they are negotiants. And that is an old French term. It's for, well, they've been doing this for centuries. A wine merchant will go to a winery and negotiate, uh, that's where the name comes from, uh, to buy their leftover wines. Uh, All wineries um, have leftover wines. If if they sell 10,000 bottles a year, they don't want to ship 12,000 because... When it comes time to order, they have 2,000 bottles in somebody's warehouse, and they go, oh, let's only buy 8,000 next time. So, um, you know, it's 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 worth their while to run out like two weeks before the guy puts his order in for the next year. So, if anything, they order more. So, they hold some back. They don't bottle everything, and the negotiant will go in there and pay cash up front. And then it's all hush hush. Uh, he puts his own label or her own label. It's it's not, you know, it's not it's gender equal when doing this. Um, and they put their own label out there. And since it's actually at a lesser price and a different label, it doesn't really compete on the shelf with the original wine because you're getting that much of a bargain on this. Uh, Ninety plus sellers at one time, um, especially back in two thousand eight, after the. Um, the economic crash of that time, uh, there was a lot of people selling off wines, and they would go, oh, this got uh, 93 points in Spectator. I'll go buy some. And they were able to do it. And nowadays, they still do that some, but they're more concerned with um, good wine and, and getting a, a good bottle of wine than getting the 90 points. Uh, because after all, especially in value points, 90 points don't really mean anything. I mean, if you're... Um, if you're buying a Bordeaux in the right year and you're going to put it away for, you know, the next 
25 years, you might follow that because you don't want to be wrong 25 years from now. But if you want to drink it now, wine, if you're wrong on Tuesday, you will. You can make it right on Wednesday. It doesn't really matter. And this is an AOC wine. Um, that's another thing that's kind of cool. Um, you, all, you always see uh, Vin de Paz. They don't really call them Vin de Paz anymore. It's IGP. It's the more technical term or the more legal term. Uh, IGP wines are wines that don't meet all the rules and the standards of the French Wine Commission for that region. Um, and the wines that do are AOC wines. And this is an AOC wine. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a Vindipaz IGP wine. They can be delicious. And there's a thousand different ways why they didn't meet their the, those rules and regulations. But it's always nice to see an AOC wine in this price range because that does mean quality. I mean, they, that is the reason, the whole reason for the, um, for the ruling body to, to ensure quality and keep the quality up. So I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to like it, but you, you means what's in your glass is going to be of the standards that should be there. And they're pretty high standards. I'm going to take a sip of this rosy, which in color is pink with some apricot. It's French. Hey, you know, uh, you, sometimes you get these, well, there's a thousand inexpensive rosés in the market. And a French wine, the structure, the acidity, and the flavors are all equal. Um, you know, if you get a big fruity kind of sweet wine, sometimes you know, with inexpensive rosés and any, any kind of wine, they kind of like, ah, they're, they're crowd pleasers, but as technical wines, they're not great. I mean, French wines, especially the AOC, don't do that. This is going to be good in all the categories. It's going to have structure. It's going to have acidity. And it's going to have good flavor, too. And that's a French wine, and this is a French rosé. And maybe some of the reasons why sometimes these wines are IGP Vindy Paz wines is because they make them a little sweeter than the French like to do. I'm going to have another sip because this is this is one of those wines, the more you sip, the better you like it, um, which is fine with me. Just got to have enough wine on hand. Yeah, it's a, this is a this is a grown up adult rosé. Um, yeah, it's not it's dry. It's got a really nice mix of flavors. It, it's got a solid um, transition on the mid palate. Um, there's kind of like some salty things going on. Maybe it was uh, aged on leaves. That's what I usually get in that. There's a little bit of creaminess going on. Um, but it, it's solid. The flavors have some have some depth to them. It's got a little weight on it. It's not just a light, fluffy rosé. Not that there's anything wrong with light, fluffy rosés. Um, I'm all for them too, but if you want a rosé, uh, south of France is probably the, one of the best places uh, to get them. They know how to make them there, and they make them right there. Um, that's about all I got to say. They know how to make them. They make them right, and they're good wines. This is I found this. I think it lists for twelve, but I found it for like eight or nine on sale. That's one of the beautiful things about. Um, Negotiate wines. I would imagine that the original wine is on a shelf somewhere under a different label selling for 16, 17. 
and I bet that's a really good sixteen or seventeen dollar wine. Um, but I got one in my glass for I think nine bucks, and I'm fairly happy. And it's rosé. It's a adult rosé. It's a well made rosé, and it's ninety plus cellars Languedoc rosé lot thirty three. 2018. And from what I read, it's their largest selling wine. So, you know, French rosé can't be that wrong. It's good stuff. So that's it from me, Dave. Uh, Like us where you like your podcasts. Um, Until the next time, keep it cheap. And we'll figure out something then too. Remember Negotiant Wines. Uh, Google Negotiant Wines. I think a lot of the wines that come out of the Beaujolais are Negotiant Wines. And they're from every country. They have them. And you can get, if you're looking to explore wines and don't want to pay the full price, even in California, um, you know, 90 plus is a U.S. company. Um, search out um, Negotiants if you're looking to explore. It's not a bad place. Um, there is very little incentive for them to try to buy wine from bad wineries, they, you know, they're going to have a harder time selling their wines. They look to get good wine because that's half the battle. So Negotiate Wines is a cheap winder tip, 90-plus sellers. And Dave, over and out. Bye-bye. Talk to you next time.